Smack, part of the Call to Action crew, and I'm here with the ever-amazing, ever-lovely Miss Abby Friel. What up, boo-boo? Hello. Thank you for having me. I have not been on the show yet, so I'm so yes. excited. Absolutely. I've been wanting to have you on for quite some time, but I wanted to save you for a perfect episode. And so tonight is going to be the night. Tonight is our reactor specific reactor edition episode of Schmobate. Schmobate is our Schmodown themed debate show here at C2A where we fight and debate Schmodown and all weird topics to uh, to the death, essentially. A lot of fun stuff. Now, we do have two really fun competitors, each representing their own, you know, reaction groups per se. So there's going to be a little bit of of a tension, you know, and I'm, you feeling me? Yeah, it's going to be a little heated. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Well, let's go ahead and dive into it with some of our competitors. You know, the first one, you know, he is pretty fantastic. He was also, you know, similar to yourself. He's actually been in Schmodown. You know, he's actually competed on a team match prior, kind of last minute, kind of hopped in, you know, definitely representing the Cinefanatics. It is Mr. Robert Adams. Oh, hello. Oh, you can't hear you. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> what are we doing? I just want to I... give a preview as to what it's going to sound like when Ferris tries to speak over me. You're going to hear nothing. Oh. That's what it's going to be because I'm bringing in some heat. I'm bringing in some spice. Oh. I, I, I'll go right off the bat and say this. I like to argue. I like to argue so much. I'm still single. Let that ponder just a bit. I, I like <laughs> arguments and I like to win these arguments and I will argue all night long. And as my brother in the chat could probably attest to, I'm not fun to argue with because, well, let's just say, thank God this is timed. <laughs> well, for a second, I was like waiting for a, a Spice Girl reference when he said, bring in the heat, bring in the spice. I was like, sporty spice, scary spice. And then I was like, oh, we're talking about Schmodown again. But no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm old spice at this point. That's I'm old spice. I, I feel like we should break down the sentence that you said about why he's still single, but you know, we can keep going. But that was I was gonna sentence. <laughs> I was gonna grace past it, you know, because uh, you know, we're 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 classy ladies, Abby. True, but you are, you there's are a lot class. to dive into with that statement. But absolutely, <laughs> you know, you representing the Cinefanatics, so you're no stranger to debating, you know, obviously with your brother reacting, you know down like the back of your hand are you that confident going into this uh you know repping not only set fanatics but you know really going heads against against someone you know from let's get ready to talk down yeah so here's the thing you got like a lot of reactors they like to react or whatever i like to talk uh you know like the people that like react uh mm -hmm. to like everything I, I like i'm that guy on crack so Again, another statement to really dissect. I am on crack. So <laughs> I'm excited to kind of see you, uh, you know, argue this, like you said, on crack. Okay, well, let's go ahead and bring on our next competitor, repping Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown. And definitely one of my favorite, you know, after shows as well, you know, around right now. He's such an all-around awesome guy and fellow general. It is Ferris. What's up, my dude? Uh, nothing, you know, just chilling. Well, you're a part of like a large group of, you know, really awesome people with a let's get ready to talk Schmodown group, obviously, you know, it's definitely a pretty solid community over there. So are you confident, you know, them being like, hey, Ferris is going to be repping us? Are you excited to, you know, rep the group appropriately? 
Nah, honestly, don't really give a shit about them. Honestly, like that. I'm just here to oh. rip, yeah, to rip Robert apart because you know it's not a lot of smack talk this man has been talking about. I don't know why, yeah. unjustly anyway, because I've never said anything bad about the man. You know, oh, like I actually like the the cinnamon fanatics. You know, you know <laughs> they're pretty good. You know, uh, but this man is, you know, he he came at me, he came at me sideways. And I'm gonna turn mm -hmm. that cine fanatic to a cine for dumbass. So we're gonna do this. <laughs> oh, dang. That was. Yeah. And honestly, Robert, I have one thing to say to you, man. Just say no, Robert. Just say no. No, okay. Ferris. I, you don't need to win this. Does that work? Uh, you know what? Win, lose, I'm gonna be ass. Well, that's. Uh... That's a lot. That's a lot, guys. All right. There's going to be a lot of ass moving going into these three questions. So I'm pretty excited. If you are not familiar with Schmobates, thank you so much for dropping by and hanging out with us today. And uh, we're just going to go over some of the rules for tonight's episode. You know, real quickly, if I can bring up the rules, that'd be awesome. You know, for there'd be three questions I'll be debated tonight with the winner being determined by the guest co-judge, Abby Farrell here, and our mystery ghost judge that will be revealed at the end of the episode. If there's a tie, the audience vote will serve as the tiebreaker. You know, the round format is there'll be 60 second opening statements from each competitor, followed by four minutes of open debate and 60 seconds of closing statements to really wrap it up with a nice bow. You know, the final round is determined by the host flipping and action coin and they must win at least two rounds to be declared you know the true winner of the night each competitor has one 30 second time extension that can be used at any time during tonight's debate as well so that you can use it or not use it at your leisure so yeah let's get into it abby my girl are you ready i am ready oh i i'm, I'm not ready i was just hoping You'll be ready enough for both of us. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the first question. And we'll be starting with Ferris for the first round. And whew, Abby, please do the honors. Okay. What was the best first round match of the 2020 singles tournament? And there's a lot of match, really great matches to choose from. Ferris, you have one minute on the clock starting now. Uh, so the match I chose was Adam Collins versus John Roca. The reason is that it was it was the beginning of John of Adam Collins's coming out party. You know his first TKO against Andres Gallegos. It was very impressive. It's a TKO. Everyone loves it. But him TKOing John Roca. John didn't actually play that bad. You know he had six or seven points in the first round. He went perfect in the second due to the fact he uh, spun westerns. But Adam Collins just wouldn't let go. And it was you know it had drama. It had juice to it. You know, seeing John Rooker get beat like that was very eye-opening because I was like, whoa, was John, does John still have it? Does John want it to be here? So you have that aspect to it. You know, Adam Collins, man, he just showed how robotic and cool and calm and collective he was. And that was the first instinct of someone that, you know, most of us didn't know just coming with like a blaze of fire, like how Ethan Irwin came that one year. And Adam Collins, you know, I was pleasantly surprised by him because I was like, I, I picked him to lose in that match. You Ten know? seconds. So, you know what, I'm going to yield my time. I'm going to yield it. You know, yeah, oh, yielding your yeah. five seconds. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of focus on, you know, being a big upset, you know, very yeah. much a focus on the introduction to Collins as we know him today. Okay. Great pick. And over to Robert. You also have one minute on the clock to really sell us on your pick today. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. One minute starting now. So I ask you, uh, not only y'all here uh, in this, but those of y'all in the chat, when you watch a football game, for example, 
Do you enjoy it when the game is just easily dominated by just one team? Or is it like more thrilling, more enjoyable where you can sit there on the edge of your seat, sipping your beer, scarfing those nachos all the way to like the final moments of that last quarter or possibly even into overtime? Is, is it like, isn't it better when one team has something to prove uh, and overcome the odds? And that's the thing with this. Uh, I feel like that there's a lot that we saw in, say, Collins Aroka that we've seen before. We have we have something new that we haven't seen in uh, Ellison taking on uh, Del Rio. And yeah, that's it for me. Yield. Oh. Also yielding the last five seconds. Okay, bold move from both of these competitors. Okay, Adam versus Roca and Del Rio versus Allison. Now, this is definitely going to be a, a very tough one to sell. Abby, what do you think of those picks so far? Well, they are both good picks, and the opening statements were very well prepared. I mean, they didn't even mm -hmm. use up their whole time. So I think this is going to be an interesting debate. Absolutely. And something I definitely did notice as well is that so far they both very much focus on different aspects of the match. Ferris is yeah. focused on more of Collins as a competitor, his big introduction, you know, into Schmodown as we know him today. And Robert, uh, you know, really focus on, you know, the drama, the real back and forth and a little bit of the lead up going into it. So I'm excited to see them expand on that. Yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. Well, we're going to have, you know, four minutes of open debate starting right now. Yeah, so like Fares, like you just said that uh, that this was the the Collins and Roca was something that we've seen before, like Ethan Irwin. Uh, yeah, we've seen Ethan Irwin do that. We've seen Smets do it. We've seen Oyama do it. This is something that we have seen before. We've seen rookies take Wait, on same legends. same same thing with uh, David Rio Nelson. We've seen a bunch of close matches that have gone to overtime. That'll make all of them great, Robert. You know. Yeah. So like, here's the thing. This is no the no only no no. Here's the thing for you. Yeah, that first ended time in sudden death. It's because no Which one, no good. one gave David Del Rio a chance. That's why people think it's a good match. Expectations but, were so low for this match because everyone thought Chance Elson was gonna run over him. Then when he, David Del Rio played well, yeah, but I know because, well, but he, of course he didn't because people underestimated David Del Rio. That's why this yeah, match is great because he hasn't played in over a year. He played last time he so? played with Paul Preston. August sixteenth of last year. This match was August twenty seventh of this year. But no You're one knew. Absolutely right. Chance should have ran straight over Del Rio, and he didn't. It was a fight all the way into sudden death. Chance had to all that. Chance also had to overcome his habit of losing round one single tournaments after he dominated the IG tournament and after winning the team's belts. So he had a lot he had to like live up to on top of again overcoming his round one jitters. I would say. So yeah, there was a lot more drama in this particular match. No, wow. there was drama Owens in the Roca, again. There was drama. You just yeah. you're seeing a legend being thrown away to the wayside by someone that no one knows about. Adam Collins came in with a blaze of glory, took John Roca out with no remorse, no grandeur, no nothing. He just took him out straight up. But it ended in a TKO. I mean, TKOs are very fun to watch because yeah, but the way he did it, when... he went perfect. He it's went perfect. It goes all the way to the end. Plus, no, it's not. Who said? Colin is already a, a high-score getter. Again, there's nothing... high-score getter? Yeah. He, he had one match beforehand. What are you talking about a high-score? If you were familiar with his his expertise in the fan leagues, you already well, yeah, knew high-score yes. getter. But, but you know, so, most, of these, most of these fans that barely watch the fan leagues, which is very not cool. They should. It's, they're very high-entertaining matches. Absolutely agree. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. But most of the people don't, didn't know him like that. Most people picked John Rook to beat him anyway. 
So that was a massive upset. And I think because he's going to be great because his his because he's going to beat Jeff Snyder this this coming up. So seeing the beginning of his ascension was very prominent. How it was a good match? It was it was a great upset. It was also the begin the coming out party. For Adam Collins, because we all know he's going to beat Jeff Snyder this week. But it this, wasn't this a, it wasn't a coming out. We are he's a high score getter. It's nothing new. I saw this. You same keep saying match. that, but people didn't I, know that, Robert. But I saw this match when Merle took on Bateman in Atlanta earlier this year. If, if people didn't know, that means you didn't. Again, you didn't know the families. You didn't know what he was coming in with. Most it doesn't look like he came into the schmodown and all of a sudden a light bulb went off and he's a high score, high c competitor. He was that the entire time. This wasn't anything new. Again, we've seen Oyama, Smets, Irwin, all of them came in doing the same exact thing. While, again, Chance has never progressed past a round one match. And also, I would throw in the fun of the uh, Ellison Del Rio match. That was the first time that we saw Roxy go head-to-head -head with Shannon Barney. And that, so that was, was more exciting. Than, time. That was more exciting than the dang match. The whole seeing match Shannon, Seeing the, Shannon rip Roxy apart. That the question was more exciting. Was, but the question was, what was the best round one match? That entire video also consisted of Roxy taking on Shannon. I mean, that was the now, most interesting talk, one. See, see, now you're arguing some matches. Are we talking about the match or the total package? When you say match, you refer to the entire video, the entire Schmodown video that was released. On but that's, that's, like, that's your opinion, man. What if people are just talking about just the match? The match was fun. The match, the match was fun. I absolutely love Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, Chance Ellison versus. You don't even Del know his Rio. name. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, man. Adam Collins beating John Roca was very exciting to watch because it shocked everybody. It was like, whoa, John Roca just got TKO'd by a rookie that no one knows about. And whoa, time, that time, that wraps up our open debate for our first question. And sparks are flying. Absolutely. Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of big bold things that were said in this open debate, Abby. Now there is a there is definitely a you know there again, like I said in the opening statements, they both emphasize very different points. Abby, what were some of your big takeaways? You know that uh, both of these competitors made in their arguments. Well, I definitely liked what Robert said about um, Shannon and Roxy going at it. That was one of the first mm -hmm. times that we got to see that. Um, I do think that Ferris had a really good point of this is the beginning of however long this run is going to be with Adam. And I think I think they both made good points. They were going at, at it very hard. Mm -hmm. So I'm still figuring it out, but I, they had they debated well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, both of these, uh, you know, debaters today are very, very passionate, obviously, about their picks, you know, but I have to say, you know, there is something to say about the drama, a lot of the drama behind the scenes that, you know, uh, that, I, you know, you see kind of going into the match, you know, it, because Robert really emphasized, you know, a lot of the drama leave for, especially for Chance, he hasn't really been able to, you know, win in any kind of tournament, you know, all that much outside of IG. He hasn't really been able to succeed past the first round. Round. And not only did he succeed past the first round, he made it by the skin of his teeth in overtime. So there's a lot of drama and also coming off of a huge, uh, you know, amazing win with four corruption with uh, the singles tournament, sorry, with the IG tournament as well. Adam, we just knew outside of the fan links, we knew little to nothing about him, you know, and a lot of that is just a lot of it's kind of hearsay. Like I heard he's good at this. I heard he's good at that. But, you know, we haven't really seen a schmodown if that was going to translate. But that was like the first big match where we we're like, holy crap. <laughs> wow. Um, now, 
Something I would definitely love to see uh, Ferris, you address is a little bit more focused on the drama aspect of the actual match itself. Any dramatical moments, you know, from the moments that would that really would make it, you know, stand out for me. And because, you know, honestly, I can remember a lot more specific moments from, you know, Robert's pick, but I can't outside of like the big TKO moment, you know, I can't remember any specific moments from the match overall. So I would love for you to really highlight that. But also Robert, I would love for you to really kind of focus on what this match meant, you know, for chance, you know, winning this, but also potentially losing it. What would have that meant for, you know, for Del Rio and chance, you know, winning or losing. Awesome. So, all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to digest. And uh, like I said, our ghost judge, if they have any questions or anything, you know, just want to give you a heads up. We will be asking you that later on as well. Okay. So we started with the, you know, we started with Ferris before, like I said, with the opening statement, and we're going to be starting with you with the closing statements as well. Now, Abby, I do want to know from you specifically, what does Ferris need to do in order to completely guarantee your vote for this question? Um, I agree with you about the drama. Um, I think Alan, Adam Collins playing John Roca and beating him is insane, mm -hmm. and that just needs to be emphasized more and just like what that meant for Roca. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything that you would, uh, you need from Robert as well? Um, kind of also similar to what you said. I think that David Del Rio coming in and doing as well, like Chance Ellison is a former champion or current champion, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the fact that David Del Rio did as well as he did is insane and it needs to be emphasized more. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. A little more emphasis in the closing statements. Absolutely. Uh, we also had a, we also had a men mention in the chat real quickly, you know, you know, there's a lot of people in the chat that are on both, uh, on both sides right now, but yeah, there's someone that said in the chat, let's see if I can pull it up. If I can find it, that'd be great. Or maybe I completely lost it. Maybe it's gone forever. Oh, there it is. From Nikki Therese. She said, Roka Khan's has a greater impact on the tournament and the singles league. So I thought that was pretty interesting to see. Um, yeah, but there is a lot of love on all sides. But yes, it's, it's a trap. <laughs> okay, we're going to go. Oh, and Dean Morgan said, Mike versus Perry is the best first round match. So interesting pick there. Okay. All right, Ferris, are you ready for your closing statement? Yeah. All right. You got one minute on the clock to really sell us on Adam versus Roca starting now. Uh, yeah, we talked, you said drama. We we'll us talk about drama. John Roca was down nine, six going to the second round. And then Adam Collins spun first, got every question right, got 17 points. So it looked like John Roca had to get a perfect good spin for him to make up that loss. He spun Westerns. He got all, he got the first three questions straight up two points. And then he had to check down, knowing it. if he checked down, it wouldn't be a good good look for him because he would have to make it up in the third round. That's where the drama is because it looked like John Rocco needed a good second spin because every single time, if, like I say, the spiel maketh and breaketh. If the spiel spun, if the wheel spun on John Rocco, like let's say opponent's choice or anything else, let me see. Uh, let me check my notes real quick, sorry. Because uh, he needed to make up 
that three point gap in the in the in the first round. So there's my drama is that John Roker needed a good spin, and then he kept going, and then oh, John Roker got a good spin. It was 17-13 going into the second, the third round, and then John gets the first question right. We're like, oh, John's coming back. Then he misses the third and point time. Question. Oh my gosh, you're like triggering some like really uh, fun memories for me for sure. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, after you saying that, you're definitely reminding me there are quite a that there's quite a bit of drama in that match. That's for dang sure. Absolutely. Okay, Robert, you also have one minute on the clock to really sell us on Del Rio versus Allison. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Starting now. So you asked, uh, what does it mean for Chance? And this Chance has officially now broken past round one. Yes, he's not going all the way in this tournament, but. At this point, he's already he's already conquered a mountain that he has not conquered before. How was Del Rio's performance? It was fantastic. Again, he hasn't played in over a year, and he took a champion uh, who has had the belt before and was currently uh, the number one contender for IG and teams champion again. He took him to sudden death. That's after a year's worth of ring rust built up. And uh, how's Collins an influence on the league? He's an influence on the league, just like all the other people who have come in before who have been rookies coming from the fan leagues or coming out of nowhere to be an influence. I mean, look at Jader. Jader's a major influence. Uh, plus, if you've seen Christian go out of his way to tell people, or more specifically, the reactor, to pay attention to a match, it's because the match is an edgier seat thrilling game, not some run-of-the-mill everyday match. This was This was not David versus Goliath. This was Goliath versus Goliath. And time. Ooh, ending it on a nice little quote there. Goliath versus Goliath. <sighs> okay. All right. And now that wraps up our first question. So, Robert and Ferris, you survived your first question. So, that last thing, it made no sense. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might need a little asterisk on that one. That made no sense. <laughs> All right. Well, Abby and our ghost judge, they're going to let us know who is the winner of that question here momentarily. So while we wait for that, we're going to wait a few minutes. So we're going to go over to the chat and just highlight a few things that you know people are saying. Um, Level 2 Trading is saying that new rule competitors should only be able to use uh, stats created by Megs during the debates. Yo, that might be the case. That might <laughs> Hey, what a coincidence. <laughs> what a thinking. Um, yeah, also, there's a lot of love for both competitors. You know, a lot of Ferris, uh, you know, absolutely. And also, just want to let you guys know, you know, you can actually go vote right now and let us know your picks as well. Now, obviously, our uh, our judge, you know, Abby Friel, obviously, is one of our judges and our ghost judges, our other one. But sometimes they disagree. So if they do disagree, it's going to go to the audience vote. That will be the tiebreaker. So it's definitely super important that you go down there and uh, make your opinions known. So let us know. Okay. Um, yeah. Some other as well, you know, <laughs> triggering fun memories <laughs> from there, from Miss Video Drew as well. I have never in my life taken notes on anything. Love this commitment. <laughs> And uh, real quickly, Justin is asking, who takes notes? You know, Paris, do you take notes? Are you a yeah. big note taker? Yeah, all the time. Wait, I didn't know we're allowed to use notes in this. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> or I'm lying. Yeah, that too. I was like, uh, Robert, did you prepare with notes? Are you a you're big what? note taker? Are you a big note taker? I am right now. Oh, good. Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. 
Okay, and I'm just gonna go ahead and double check. Abby, are you a big note taker? You're in college. You're a student. I, I do take I do take a good amount of notes for sure. Um, it's good so that you remember. Your brain's not gonna remember everything. So oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, so um you guys, it's uh, like I said, it's always important to let us know a vote. Obviously, not only in the real world to go vote and make your opinions known. <laughs> That's very important now more than ever. But you can also vote right here to let us know who you think is the winner of these particular rounds. Um, yeah, so let us know down there. And, you know, we're actually going to just wait. A, we're just going to wait a minute until that happens. But in the meantime, we're just going to hang out and find out who the winner is. Oh, I like, okay. I like Bri Brienne in the chat. Your mom takes notes. <laughs> I feel like this needs to be I feel like uh, this needs to be said with sass. Your mom takes notes. Like, <gasps> uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Napoleon <gasps> Dynamite. I'm trying to save money for college. Your mom went to college. <laughs> Like, who didn't say that after? Do you remember saying that all the time, like, to your friends or family? Oh, I went to college. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, I have to know from you, what's your favorite movie that takes place in in high school? In high school? A high school uh, movie. Uh, mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah, I love Mean Girls, yeah. That's, that's very on brand, considering Miss Movies is right there. For sure. Abby, what about you? Is it Mean Girls or do you have another pick? Um, I, Mean Girls is a top movie for me, but I really love uh, I it's a hot take, but I love Prom, which is like this one movie from 2011. And does anyone know pr the movie Prom? It sounds nope. familiar. Are you saying Prom? As yeah, in the like horror movie? No, it's not a horror. Oh. It's P-R-O-M. Just the word Prom. <laughs> um, but that's a favorite of mine. Just remember the Titans count. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, from, it's from the point of view of many high school students. Absolutely. Yeah, All right. Sense. You guys do have 30 seconds to go vote. Just giving you guys a heads up. It'd be really awesome if you win voted. So, yes. Okay. We're just going to wrap it up in five, four, three, two, one hello andres thank you for dropping by yeah okay. i'm just the homie love andres love andres jinx give me a soda well no, passed okay oh okay all right okay so for this question in particular our judges actually disagreed on the winner that's why i was like kind of pushing for y'all to vote and so we do have a winner of the first question which is 53 over 47% in favor of Ferris. John Roca versus Adams being a better match. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that means Robert definitely has an uphill battle to climb. That's for sure. Is it uphill battle to climb? Is that it, Abby? Yeah. Is that what the saying goes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uphill battle? Mm -hmm. Uphill mountain to climb? Or to go up. I don't know. I don't like mountains. I don't climb. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I timed it, Jake. I timed it. Just want to let you know. Um, oh, my God, my phone. Okay, we are, so, yes, you know, definitely repping. Let's get ready. Good job, good job. We are going to be going on to the second question right now. And, Abby, will you please do me the honor in reading our question? Yes. 
Inspired by the Wildberries match, what former team do we want to see in a Civil War match? This question hurts my heart. <laughs> you know. Memories. <laughs> I don't like, I mean, what was your reaction when the Wildberries, when that whole situation was announced? Did you cry? Did you scream? I've been heartbroken since Shannon announced she was taking Elliot Dewberry, and this recent announcement has just taken my broken heart that was already broken and just shattered it into more pieces. So, am I mm -hmm. the only one who didn't really care when they broke up? Yes, yes, yes. you are the oh, only one there, because there it is based on that alone. That, that's it, it is 100%, 100% heel moments of the year. Absolutely. I'll say this if they broke up the real rejects, that would piss me off. Yeah, but they didn't me. do that, so lost that one again. That's, I'm using an example, Robert, <laughs> to correlate the wild bears breaking up to the fact that they didn't care about the wild bears breaking up. Oh, snap. Okay, guys, guys, this is we're, we're not going to, that's a whole other debate we're going to be going on. Uh, yeah, Ferris with a scorching hot debate, uh, hot take, I mean. All right, this time around, we are going to be, <laughs> we are going to be starting with Robert for your opening statements. You have one minute on the clock to let us know your pick for a civil potential civil war match. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right, starting now. So, I mean, regardless of what I said in question one, we like everyone agrees that we like a good, a good solid match that will leave us glued to YouTube until that final moment. Uh, this typically happens when you pit two evenly matched competitors against each other. So uh, asking y'all, what former team can you think of that has an A player? If y'all are familiar, A player, stronger, B player, not as strong. What former team has an A player and a B player? I'd say critically acclaimed is a prime example of a definition of an A and B player. Uh, but above the line, it's not so easy to see who's more dominating in that, leaving them to be more of an entertaining match to see them go head to head on that Civil War. Plus, there might be a storyline still left unsolved. Ten seconds. We would all want to see. That's it for my opening. A solid seven points. Uh, sorry, seven uh, seconds yielded. You know, at the very end. Ooh. Um. No. Um. I disagree, Brian. I disagree. Um, who wants to tell Brian <laughs> that that is what? Because <laughs> I love you and Brian. What? They, they are absolutely a both A players. I feel like that's like a that's a fight right there waiting to happen. That's All the right. next Schmobe. <laughs> that's a one hundred the next one hundred percent the next Schmobe. It's yes, I would love to see that happen. Okay, well, Ferris, you have also have one minute on the clock to let us know your pick as well. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, starting now. The team that I actually want to see an actual civil war about is is critically acclaimed because I always thought about it this way. William Bibiani is the 75-year-old billionaire, right, who throws away his 25-year-old marriage with his beautiful wife of 25 years to replace her with a young, fine tenderoni of 35 year old <laughs> years old. That's Brendan Meyer. That's, see, you know, this is a juicy storyline waiting to happen because the way Bibbs treated Whitney Seibel, which is unfairly, unjustly, and really messed up because people kept blaming, people assumed that Bi uh, Whitney was the B player. How do you guys know that? Because they were both have, they had both had massive amounts of knowledge 
But how do we know? You know, Whitney probably messes up a rule there, rule here. Who cares? He probably needed a, 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 a teammate who knew all about the rules, like, you know, like, like that trash Ben Bateman, you know, create a heel team that way, you know? So that's why I want to quickly, because you have a story there, and that is juicy story, unlike above the line where there's not really nothing there. It's just Sam Levine and Drew McQueen coming back to play trivia. It's nothing like, it's nothing there. There's no juice to it. And no time. Passion. Ooh, no juice, no passion. Oh, man, I really want to fight right now. Okay, so, man, I really want to fight so bad right now, but I'm going to remain impartial like a good yeah. judge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a good judge. Abby, are you trying really hard not to, like, throw in your Yeah, your, I'm like, I, I, right I also, I wouldn't have even chosen these teams, so I still have my, like, thing, so... But they what would have you chosen? Um, you know, I'll get back to you because it wouldn't have been those te those teams. But I don't know what I would have done. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, maybe Shire Wolves just for the for fun. But um, anyway, back to mm -hmm. the debate. <laughs> yes, we gotta refocus, recenter because we we can fight over this all day all day long. Yeah. Uh, you know, above the line, critically acclaimed, both fantastic teams, obviously, both iconic teams, you know, above the line, obviously, as you know, including, you know, Drew McQueen and Sam, Sam Levine, both belt holders and great, uh, you know, individual competitors, as well as team players, you know, critically acclaimed is definitely one of those teams that I don't know, I feel like they never really got the respect they deserved overall, you know, because they were always really, really great, but they didn't never really receive the belt. They never had the thing that really got them over the hump per se. Um, overall, there's a lot of points that I'm excited to see them talk about, you know, potential storylines. I'm excited to see them, you know, talk about, you know, what the circumstances would be to bring them back together. But also I, I think you kind of mentioned about the idea that has to be an A versus B competitor specifically. So I'm kind of curious to see you kind of dive into that. Um, Abby, is there anything in particular you would love to see them argue in their, in their open yeah, debate? Um, I'm kind of confused by the A versus B um, mm -hmm. like player argument because if one's yeah. an a player and one's a b player like that's not really an interesting match so like yeah. de defend or keep going with that one you know that's kind of what i want to hear about yeah it sounds like you guys got to really sell abby on that idea of you know an a competitor b competitor and what that kind of insinuates yeah. as well and what kind of match we can come from that okay well you guys do have four minutes of open debate let's get to it starting now Honestly, Robert, if you wanted to pick a, a, a team with technically A players, is what you said it. You really should have picked the Shire Wolves. Honestly, there's more. It's more. There's more juice to it. You know. You know. Th there's more knowledge there. You know, because you know, Drew McQueen was always underwhelming in singles. He was four and five. He had a losing record. Sam Levine was the man who carried the team. With me, it's about the juicy story because we forget this is more than just trivia, right? We love the trivia. We love the match. We also love the storyline, the juice behind it, and the way Bibbs just kept talking behind uh, Whitney's back, kept talking to Brendan Meyer all the time. It was like, hey, Brendan, how are you? Hey, let me help you out, Brendan. Brendan this. And then Whitney catches him like a man catches his wife cheating. You know what I mean? That's why. That's how it is. You got more juice with it because we need a storyline with this match. Just like the Wild Bears, there's a storyline with it. You know, every Civil War has had a storyline. Uh, the action army civil war with team action there was a storyline right there where drew felt like ben neglected him same thing with whitney and bibbs with bibbs neglected whitney he neglected whitney and whitney's gonna come back and i want to see whitney come back and shove it in bibbs's face saying i was the a player 
You you left me it was a bad decision because if I had Brendan Meyer, we would do the exact same thing you did with Shazam. Because Brendan would have done the strategy and Wendy would have done the, the, the knowledge because they're both vast amount of people with vast amounts of knowledge. That's why. Above the line, it's just going to be trivia. There's nothing there. So I'm like, hey, hey, Drew, how are you? Hey, Sam, how are you? Let's just answer some questions. That's all that's going to happen. There's so nothing let's there. go back and answer what they were saying. Strong A and B player. Let's bring in some numbers. Uh, in round one Who of the Who cares about this A and B player, this man? We're talking about a trivia I'm match. Thinking. Dude, in round me, one, Bibbs me. versus James White. Bibbs' accuracy was 93.8. Whitney versus Barbarian. Whitney's accuracy was 73.3. There's a huge difference, thus causing an A and a B player. Plus, the storyline between critically acclaimed was over when Whitney played uh, Brendan Meyer. That there it is. It wasn't, it wasn't an done. actual civil war. Bibbs pawned Meyer off. Let's move on to Bibbs above the line. was scared of Whitney. Let's move like, on to above like, the line. McQueenie versus Riley line. in 2019. McQueenie's accuracy was 82.35. Levine versus Crushing Cushing in uh, 2018. Levine's accuracy was 88.89. That is much closer. Not necessarily giving away who is A and who is B. Plus, there is an unfinished storyline that they were building onto and they didn't do because McQueenie retired. They still left it with McQueenie's feeling hurt by Sam retiring and thus having them vacate. That was, that and, that was and, underwhelming, man. That was the but it wasn't. Thing. It was started, it was very, but it wasn't ended. There was not a, an official conclusion I, for it. I didn't so, care. It was underwhelming, the story man. Still exists. Ex exists now. Nah, it's died off. It's, no, it's, it hasn't. Yeah, it, it is. Because no, no, and I'll make the critical name one I'll, got brought back when when you see when you see. I'll Shazam make my one final this. point about why it hasn't died off in my closing remark. But go ahead. That's fine with you, man. Because the the critical claim beef has is being reignited. Because what Shazam has been doing, right? When he's probably sitting there seething, like you know what? But does I could have done that. Does I do. Care? I do. Fantastic. I do. I don't give a damn about Shazam. Has the title right now. Who cares? We're Who cares about, about Whitney versus uh, Bibiani anymore? Because that, I want an actual justification. I want an actual resolution. I don't want I don't want Meyer Whitney because that's not the resolution I wanted. I wanted Bibbs Whitney because Meyer was used as a pawn by Bibbs because he didn't want to face Whitney because he knew Whitney was going to take him out and show that he was the real A player. Whitney's going to take out Bibiani with the goddamn right three percent accuracy. What match? We're talking about one match. Let's talk about a match. Their their title match against Shire Wolves where where. Well, where Whitney had seven, Bibbs had nine. It was very close. You act like one match is going to tell the difference. What if what if one night Whitney gets a set of questions? We talk about all the Ten questions. Seconds. With these matches, what if one person got a good set of questions the one night and Whitney goes perfect? You don't know this. You're speaking in hy hypotheticals. I want an actual resolution to a critical claim. And time. Time. No, time. Sorry. I will mute you. Sorry. Um, okay, so that was a lot, a lot of back and forth. This is like definitely by far one of the most passionate matches I've, you know, hosted. Abby, there's a lot to dive into. <laughs> what were some of the big points that, you know, really surprised you and their arguments? Um, I think both of them, when they were debating whether or not people care about um, the conclusion of critically acclaimed, if I'm correct, y'all were debating that. Yes. And so like, it was interesting to hear that one person thinks it's not um, concluded and the other person did and that uh, people mm -hmm. don't care. So that was interesting just to hear those two things. 
in that. I'm just trying to think of mm-hmm. what else happened. <laughs> there was a, it was so passionate. I was just invested, but like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That, that was definitely a lot to kind of take in. Also, you know, there's definitely a little bit of back and uh, back and forth. Um, <laughs> you know, there, yeah. a lot of people in the chat are also very, you know, vocal with their opinions as well. Dean Morgan's, you know, has mentioned Bibbs wasn't scared of Whitney. He needed a better teammate to win his team's title. Ooh, That's like uh, your opinion, man. Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. We never got the JT versus John Harris match that the Lawns team partner is, uh, you know, the T, the price after JT came back from injury. That's true. That's true. Oh, my God. That chip tooth. Oh, man, that's rough. Um, you know, and, you know, Miss Movies herself said it was Brandon that seduced Bibbs. How dare you? That's what he wanted you to think, Brianne. Uh, um. <laughs> Also, you know, Realm Harold saying, you know, Sherwood Civil War would destroy me. I, I'm kind of curious. There, I mean, there is a lot of, you know, love for the Shirewolves, you know, Ferris. I'm surprised you didn't pick them. Why? <laughs> yeah, you because you said you 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 kind of mentioned several no. times. So why didn't why didn't you pick the Shirewolves? No, Shire can I say good. I'm surprised too? <laughs> no, no, they're just, like, they're just like above the line. Like it's trivia. Oh, we love okay. the trivia. But there's mm-hmm. no juice to the story. Oh, it's just Clark and Rachel facing each other in trivia. That's cool to see. Cool. But we keep freaking about it. it's also a show. And I need some juice and hatred within the storyline. You, you know what I mean? That there would be juice or anything or like, drama Clark, in that match. Oh, oh, man. We're not going to get into that. That's a whole conversation. And I do not want to get into this oh. as a judge. Woo. Okay. Um, okay. So. Abby, we're going to be wrapping this around up with the closing statements in particular. What do they really need to emphasize in their closing statements to get your vote? Robert, I need to hype up why above the line is the better team. I feel like he spent, he spent a lot of time um, attacking mm-hmm. critically acclaimed. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, and then Ferris did pretty well. I think just... Um, why it would be interesting to see Bibbs play Whitney Seibold because um, Robert did have a good point about Bibiani has been proven to be the stronger player. So why would that be interesting if it would be like a blowout? So. Yes. Not kidding. Not kidding. All right. So there's some really great points, you know, that we, you know, Abby definitely needs to be, you know, addressed in the closing statements. And also our ghost judge is kind of curious as well. They want to see what sort of impact it would have on the league if this civil war match were to happen. So please address that as well. All right. We started with, uh, we started with um, Roberts for this question. And we're going to be wrapping this round up with Roberts uh, closing statement as well. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. You have one minute on the clock starting now. So what kind of impact would an above the line civil war have on this? Uh, One, it could possibly bring McWeeny back out of retirement. Maybe just because it would bring him back to a level where he's satisfied with his position within the schmodown and on a path to regain that belt. So 
going to what uh, Abby was asking about building the hype for this, uh, it's an evenly matched competition, a lot more evenly matched than critically acclaimed. Easily, that again, entertaining. They are going to be more fun to watch due to that story and due to the level of competition and knowledge both of these gentlemen have. Plus, if Christian, if Christian was all of a sudden right now on Twitter and everything announced that this match, this Civil War was happening right now this second as a pay-per-view, we would stop this Schmobates episode and every single one of us would hop over there and watch it right now. And that's why the hype is huge. I yield. Oh, yielding the last 11 seconds. Bold move. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's quite the assumption as well. Um, have they seen the drama in this episode? <laughs> I don't know. That is okay. a good question. <laughs> All right. Well, Ferris, you also have one minute on the clock to really sell us on a critically acclaimed Civil War match as well. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Starting now. Like we talk about how it would impact the league. It would flip the image of Whitney Sable if this match goes in Whitney Sable's favor, if a civil war actually happens. And then we can also add their partners into it as well, like Alonzo Duralde and Brendan Kid Meyer. They played a close match as well. So we have also that tether storyline connected to the, the, the bigger storyline. Then we have Deep 13 and Shazam. And then let's say Deep 13 beats them. And it just shifts everyone's image of Winnie Sabolt into uh, into a positive way because everyone's like, oh, he's Winnie's just there, but he knows knowledge, right? And if if, if Bibbs and Whitney go head to head, and Bibbs takes Win and Whitney takes Bibbs out, it, it, everyone steps back like, oh, so what? Whitney was good. He just needed a little bit more season, a little more, more, a little more like you know, not a season, but like like smoothing out the edges. And I don't think it would be good because there's there's storyline above the line. They're just there. It's just trivia. Everyone would watch it because they would love to see the trivia match between Sam Levine Ten seconds. and above the line. And the reason people would watch it right now is because Sam always says, I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back. So when he comes back, it was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. But with Whitney and Bibbs. And it would be time. Great That's it, Ferris. Sorry. I feel like that just made I, my point. <laughs> shut your face. I, I, I understand you're passionate. Sorry. But when I say time. My apologies. <laughs> Please wipe the, the last statement from the record. Just want to point that out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Over to our judges. They're going to let us know, you know, um, we're going to, they're going to let us know who is the winner of that question as well. You know, um, I do also want to remind you guys, uh, you guys as well, you know, you, you do have the 30, the rule of 30 seconds of additional time. You can totally use or not use at your leisure. Just want to point that out to you as well. You can use it anytime. Um, you can go out. Also, let us know your opinions as well by voting right there, you know, here at this little link and uh, let us know what you think. Okay. Let us know your opinions. But also, um, Miss Movies herself says, you know, the real rejects with Greg versus John. Oh, I don't, I, I don't that want would, it. That would kill me. I don't want it. I don't want it. Mm -mm, yeah. mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't want to. Mm -mm. Now that would hurt. That would hurt. Probably. Yeah. Probably. That would a be a lot of fun to watch. I don't want it. It's. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. That was just painful. Um, overall, oh man, that was that was a really fun one, Abby. I kind of want to know from you overall. What do you think of these competitors? You know, they're going into their third and final round overall. So, what do you think of these competitors? Uh, you know, in their picks, their confidence, you know, everything going into the last one. Yeah, I think that y'all have both had really like in both rounds and knowing what your third round um picks are they're gonna like y'all have good choices and you guys have good arguments um for your choices and I think you guys are doing very well and I would be scared to debate both of you right now 
So y'all are doing great. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely two very, very passionate competitors, obviously. And, you know, I am curious to see, you know, how the votes are really going to go for or against either one of these as well. Okay. All right. We're going to go into our third and final question. And again, just want to remind you guys of the 30 seconds of additional time you can totally use or not use at your leisure. Um, but for the, for the third round, we're going to be using this action coin. Oh, whoopsie. Oh, that's it. Yes, it's going to be that question. But we're going to be using this action coin to determine who is going to go first and who and who might go second. Now, um, Ferris, you actually won the first question. So you get to pick. Do you want Team Guy or do you want Team Trader? To Guy all day. Of course. All right. Oh, that was a bad flip. Sorry. Oh, oh sorry, cat. Sorry, cat. It landed on Guy. It was Guy. Sorry, I actually flipped over on my cat. I apologize. So, yes, but it landed on Guy. So, Ferris, would you like to go first or would you like to differ? I'll let, I'll let my opponent go first. Robert, go first. Okay. All right, Abby, would you please read the question? Okay. Question three, what Shmodown competitor would be most likely to survive a horror franchise? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, like <laughs> Final Girl, Final Boy style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to require quite a few skills. Absolutely. Abby, do you have a favorite, like, horror, like, Final Girl in a movie? Ooh, I, okay, so this Halloween season, I watched mm. the Scream franchise for the first time. <gasps> yes. And now it's, like, one of my faves. And so mm -hmm. I really love Nev Campbell in that. So mm -hmm. that's my new favorite final girl. <laughs> Absolutely. That's an amazing pick. I am personally all for uh, What's Her Face from Halloween. I love her. What's, I can't, okay. I feel awful. I can't remember Lori, her name. Lori Strode. Lori Strode. I, yeah. Jamie yes, Lee Curtis. I, I yeah, I just keep thinking I was like Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't see like I see Jamie Lee Curtis. I saw she, I don't see the character. Freaky Friday. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, she's also she's also like the badass spy mom in that 90s Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. True lies. That one. I watch you movies, I promise. <laughs> I watch. I, I should watch movies. I promise. I, I, Alex, <laughs> I, I really out. want you to be in the Schmodown and just be like, "What's her face?" That one, uh, like that one. I'll the be movie with Ar Ar Arnold. Schwarzenegger. I'll be like JTE. Um, I don't know Jane Fonda. <laughs> that's what I'll do. Yes. What's her face from Halloween? Yes. That's it. That's it. Video Drew. It's actually Video out. Drew. Is actually the one in Halloween. Just yeah, putting it yeah. out there. Okay. All right. So Robert, you're gonna let us know your pick for competitor most likely to survive a horror movie franchise. Are you ready for your opening statement? Yes, I am. All right, starting now. Okay, so sure, Video Drew uh, probably belongs in a horror movie. She would probably love it there, actually. Uh, but that doesn't mean she could actually survive one. Uh, does Video Drew, and first of all, I know she's in the chat. Uh, I'm talking about Video Drew, the character, not Drew Gant, the person. Love you, Drew. Uh, but does Video Drew knows, does she know what it takes 
or what to do when being chased by a skin-wearing Texas cannibal, or how to react to her friends and family becoming deadites trying to kill her. Uh, I guarantee you Clark Wolf knows what to do. She knows how to survive a horror movie in her sleep while being attacked by Freddy. She's got Ooh. the knowledge. She's got the skills. She's got the years of experience that we can all see on the internet. Ten seconds. I'm good. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yielding the last 10 seconds. Again, very bold move. I dig it. I dig it. Okay. And video drew a great pick. All right, Ferris, you also have one minute on the clock to let us know your pick. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. One minute starting now. Yes, video drew can hang because video drew would actually be, you know, well versed in the horror arts, to be honest, man. She could be, you know, uh, like a like a Carrie, you know. Carrie survives, you know, or she could be a. Uh, uh, she could take her soul out of her body and become a doll like Annabelle. That's what I think. Clark Wolf wouldn't survive. She couldn't hang. Clark Wolf would be Rose McGowan from Scream. She gonna get caught in the driver in the garage door, snapping her back in half. That's who Clark Wolf would become. Video Drew would become that that you. Oh, she's with us, but really she's the killer. She will survive. You know, that's who Video Drew would be. You know, you talking about, you know, Clark wouldn't be a final girl. Clark will be with the final girl's friend who gets killed off to save the final girl. But Video Drew will survive because Video Drew is a master of this. She's a master of the horror. She's a master of the dark arts. She's a master of everything darkness and evil because she will survive. She will be Annabelle, just a, to just a toy Ten waiting seconds. to strike, just sitting there in a cage waiting to be let loose in her glass box. Ready to pounce on your soul and, and time. I I just want to make sure I'm confused. All right, so you chose Clark Wolf, right? I did. Paris, Paris. Yes, did. He and you. I chose Video Drew. You chose Video Drew and yeah. Robert. What did you choose? I chose Clark Wolf. You chose Clark Wolf. Okay, so I had them down the opposite. I wrote them down incorrectly. Okay, got it. Okay, all right. <laughs> By the way, this is like, a, a lot of fun to do with video Drew in the chat. <laughs> yeah, watching her, watching her like hype up Ferris as he's talking has been entertaining. Please, please, y'all in the chat, keep in mind this is what based off of what we're saying, not a popularity contest. That's great. Yes, based exclusively on the arguments here, not a popularity contest. Yes, just want to reaffirm them. Okay, all right. Well, you guys do have four minutes on the clock, and I do want to, you know, I, I do want to kind of. <laughs> Yes, but also it is not a popularity contest. Just want to reaffirm. Uh, Ghost Judge, if there's, I'm pretty excited to hear if you have anything you really would love to see addressed, please let us know in the private chat. But also, Abby, what are kind of some things that you really need to see discussed or elaborated on in the open debate itself? Um, Robert, I need you to hype up um, Clark because you spent so long talking about Video Drew that for a second I thought you were picking Video Drew. Same. So, yeah. um, so just explain more about Clark. Um, Ferris, you had some very interesting examples. So, I guess, mm -hmm. um, um, just explain why Video Drew would survive over Clark, which I is the whole point of this debate. But like, um, why specifically she would more? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. So. 
Uh, you know, our ghost judge also really wants you guys to kind of, you know, follow up. It really kind of talk about how Ferris, he wants you to talk about why you think NVIDIA Drew is specifically going to survive and why you choose, uh, and you chose a lot of people who died in comparisons, essentially. Yeah. So yeah, just, just want to, you just want to put that out there. Okay. Um, but also, you know, I, I kind of want to know what specific skill set they have. What skills do they have would come in handy? Do they low-key know how to wheel an axe? Do they know how to do the somersaults? <laughs> do they know, uh, surprisingly, know how to do kung fu? And they could, like, kick, uh, you know, you know, Leatherface's ass. I don't know. So we really want to know about the specific skills that they could have, you know, uh, you know, whether it be physical, mental, that they can do in order to survive, you know, a potential franchise. All right. Well, you guys do have four minutes on the clock to get debating starting now first of all did you say carrie died she or didn't die she did die at the end no, that was no, a no, dream no, no, which, 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 which carrie which carrie movie we talk about the original the 19, the only one that really no no in 1976 the that carrie version she actually kills her mother then then but she but video Joe wouldn't kill herself see that's how smart video Joe is she would she survive died. She would kill her mother. No, 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 no. See, this is the anyways, switch. That's why Vinny Drew's different. Ca this Carrie died. Different. Moving on. No, no. This is why Vinny uh, Drew's different. Vinny Drew does no, no. love horror. Uh, yeah, she and does. And guess what? She would be friends with the antagonist, then survive them. Or exactly. She, she would be friends with them. See, her she and may Jason become the be antagonist no, no. herself. Which That's okay. That means she survives. Live. That means she will survive. No. What, 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 how are you talking about? What does an antagonist live through? The antagonist dies at the horror at the end of the horror movie. What are you talking about, man? They, they just they just sent Michael Myers to prison. He didn't die. You know that well, happened. Which one are you talking about? Exactly. That happened over exactly. and over and over again. <laughs> Thank you for he's proving died. my point. He's died no. multiple times, but he's also uh, survived him multiple times. So, for example, why Clark Wolf is good? She's proven that she's good at mo horror movie trivia. Okay, just, be, no, just because multiple, no, multiple no, horror podcasts. Just because she's a part she's of a book about, club that talks about horror literature uh, okay, and Robert, physically. We talk about movie trivia. We talk about movie trivia. She, com she completed a at the beginning of this year. She completed a pure bear or bar, however it's pronounced, ambassador challenge. She physically could survive a horror movie. She knows horror trivia. She can physically survive it. She's proven that she knows what she's hey, doing. Man, just because hey, you've seen it on the internet, don't make it true. Just because you've seen it on it, don't make it true. You're saying this, but how do you know in the real situation when Jason is hunting down Clark Wolf in the woods? How do you know she's not gonna freeze how up? How do you know Video Drew can do that? Man, because I know Video Drew. Video Drew is a savage, oh. man. She would grab that axe and hit Jason upside the head with it. And then guess what? How, how, how do you know how do you know soul. video Drew is proficient with an axe? Because she told me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Video Drew, if you'd like to collaborate that and collaborate that. You know what I mean? And, and there's one thing I think, man. Video Drew would be like, hey, Jason. Hey, Jason, what's up? How are you, man? And then she she tricked Jason. She'd be like, wait, why, why is she talking to me like this? I'm so confused. Because she would be like, what's up, Jason? And then bam, in the dark arts of Video Drew, she takes her soul out and she transforms it to an inanimate object. And she survives. Just like how Annabelle survived. Because they kept Annabelle's dog, but her soul was still in there. And then Video Drew just transports her soul That's left Annabelle. and right. Yeah, so, yeah, so video, video Drew's been a part of. She was in a horror movie exhibition. She was the first one out of four to be out. So, yeah, I mean, so you're trying to tell me that Video Drew knows how to survive a horror movie? She, yeah, man, she knows movies. She was watching you more think than this, Clark. You, you think Clark Goof just because she talked about horror movies can survive Clark a horror Wolf's situation? Clark how do you know this? Multiple shows where she talks to the upper echelon of horror movie actors and directors. Well, I talk producers. multiple sports. She's that don't mean I can that do every realm. sport. 
She's in that realm, and Video Drew was out at the first sight at the end of that exhibition yeah. match. Hey, if man, about we're, not, we're not talking about trivia. We're not talking about Mark the trivia, Wolf Robert. We're not talking about, we're talking about actual physical survival. Video Drew would do all her dark magic. She would survive in a way. She would actually possess That's Jason. not real, fair. How do you know this? How do you know Video Drew isn't a demonic spirit? I, I, I don't, you know but I mean, exactly. still. You don't know that. If she was she a demonic survive. spirit, she probably would have won that exhibition match. That's what just because she doesn't know trivia makes her not a demonic spirit. How do you know that, Robert? Video Drew would survive, she would survive because she would be homies with Jason. And Jason would be like, You know what? I'm gonna go hunt down that Clark Wolf look like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my machete upside her head. That's what's gonna happen, man. Clark Wolf, like I said earlier, Clark Wolf is not Neff Campbell, she is Rose McGowan. That's who she is. She will die. That's Based why. On what? Because Clark Wait, Wolf did, may fit through a doggy door. Is that what you're trying to say? That's a weird hey, comparison. Man. Hey, man, that's Ten what you seconds. said. That's not what I said. I'm just saying that she's Rose McGowan. That's all I said. Based on what? You got to have some facts to back this up. We know what Clark Wolf has done. We no, can that's just because you think she don't trivia, she's going to survive. Trivia don't correlate to survival. Already. And time. Time, 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 time. Wow, wow, wow. Um, okay. Um, I would have said, said me surviving, but I'm not physically fit for this right now. <laughs> Walking away from that debate, I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Um, Abby, let's start with you, though. Overall, the there's a lot of focus on one competitor over the other. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah. So, I mean, like, okay, what were some things you kind of picked up from that debate? Um, I'm going to need more for Drew, just um, in general. Um, I think that um, when we when you were like called her a demonic spirit or whatever, I think maybe, or maybe that won't help her. Even if it's true. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think, and also there's a, there is an argument um, in there about how your knowledge of trivia, like can help you. Like that's kind of the whole point of scream is like, they know the movies and then they know what's going to happen. So, like, mm -hmm. there was good points there. I just think I need more from Drew. And then for Clark, like, why she would do better than Drew specifically. Because mm -hmm. there's just, yeah. Okay. That's, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Every, you hit everything right on the nose. Uh, you know, yeah. our ghost judge is also asking, Ferris, our ghost judge is needing some hardcore facts from you, you know, and, you know, in his final thoughts, because, you know, you only argued against Clark without really actively fighting for Drew all that much. And but I, Robert, I didn't really hear all that much at all about Clark. You know, yeah. I, I, I really want to hear about specific skills. I didn't really hear all that much about Clark at all. It was just like a lot of attacks towards, uh, you know, Drew, obviously, you know, which makes sense. But I really want to hear, you know, more than she's so much more than her knowledge, obviously. I really want to put some nuggets in there, but I can't. So, yeah, I just want to just want to love for you guys to go into that. Now, I also really kind of want to pinpoint as well is that, you know, um, Something I was a little curious about is that you're you're talking about how she video drew could be like a potential like demon spirit kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in theory that might go against the the, the idea of a final girl slash final boy because that would make them potential more the villain rather than the hero. Well, but yeah. I but digress. You didn't, you didn't specify 
like if they're going to be a final girl, final, but you said survive. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Survive. Yes. Who's mostly survive. Absolutely. That's why I mentioned, I was like, that's why I was kind of curious. Uh, I was going to see if you were going to dive into that all that much, but yes, I really want to know about the specific skills. What are they going to do to not only beat the villain, how are they going to get away? How are they going to fight him? What are they going to do? Are they going to, what type of, you know, uh, you know, franchise character are they? So we need some actual facts, <laughs> actual situations, more than just, you know, a focus on trivia and knowledge, which has really been a lot of the focus of the debate so far. Okay. All right. So in this one, we started with, the, the coin did go in Ferris's favor. So we're going to be starting with Robert again. And since it was a deferred, so are you going to be ready with your closing statement? Yes. Okay. You have one minute starting now. So Clark Wolf has shown that she's able to handle pressure in the Schmodown, for example, when she exclaimed that the women of the Schmodown are the league, uh, therefore combating all the toxic fanboys that were saying disparaging things. Uh, but the one I really want to point out is that because of Clark and her knowledge and her, I've said that she's able to physically survive a horror movie. Uh, we saw that she, she is capable of surviving. In fact, actually, she was in a horror movie, come to think of it, Satanic Panic, and she was alive at the end, therefore answering the question to this round perfectly. I yield the rest of my time. Really, Robert? Yes. <laughs> Who would survive a horror okay. movie? She did. All right. You want to go there? Okay, we'll go there. All right. Yielding a full 23 seconds. Again, very bold move. And uh, Ferris, you also have one minute on the clock to really sell us on Video Drew surviving a horror franchise. Are you ready? Yes. Starting now. You know, I think Video Drew will survive because she would probably know the ins and outs of the, of, let's say like, there's, uh, there's a film, you know, it's all about spells. And Video Drew probably has a Ouija board, you know? And she probably controls the spirits using the Ouija board. You know, that's why she would survive. Maybe, possibly. But I think and believe it is. And he Robert brings up satanic panic. Clark Wolf was only like like three minutes. And she was like talking to a pizza guy. And that was it. You know, she wasn't even important. But Video Drew would survive because Video Drew would manipulate the killer. She would convince him to move past her. Not even touch her, not even look at her. Then she would just mosey on down the road because Vita Drew's smart. She'd be like, let me just get in that car and run away and have him kill those other those other people in the woods. Because Vita Drew is a master of manipulation. Ten seconds. She's very, very great with her words. Very persuasive if you watched any of her, her cinema bias with the great Alex Mack. You know, very, very good with that. And time. That wraps up our That's final question. Cinema bias. Uh, <laughs> it's... um. Someone. What's matter. her face? I, I don't know. <laughs> Under with the hair, the face. I have no idea who they are. Yeah. I don't know. I like a face comes to mind, kind of, but not really. Um, okay, so that wraps it up. Okay, so okay, we're just gonna go ahead and cool down a little bit. We're gonna be waiting from our judges to let us know their verdicts for the final questions as well. You know, in the meantime, we're just gonna take a breather and do some yoga and meditation. After those like fiery pitches, you guys okay? You guys alive? Yeah, Ferris. I think so. Abby, what do you think of? So Abby, what do you think of some of these arguments overall? 
I thought that this was a, probably the most entertaining debate out of the three questions, just because mm-hmm. the conversation really went to a wild place. Um, mm-hmm. I liked what both had to say, and um, they did a really good job of trying to attack the mm-hmm. other person's choice, for sure. True. Uh, they would both be also very different types of, you know, potential final girls. One yeah. would be trying to manipulate the potential demon, whatever it may be, Babadook or whatever it may be, you know, into becoming her servant or, you know, puppet essentially versus Clark would be the kind to like essentially outrun it or just survive, you know, <laughs> like from, you know, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that whole situation, because she, I know she is a long distance runner and I know she works out quite a bit and she is a very fit woman. That's for dang sure. You know, so two very different types of, uh, you know, final girls. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, Jake is also pointing out in the chat as well. Nobody used our extra 30 seconds of uninterrupted time. So, ooh, yes. A video, Drew, she's also put in the no message, but, you know, a little donation in the chat. So thank you, Drew. We really appreciate it. Yes, she did definitely do a bunch of, you know, love for Ferris and <laughs> his closing statement. Um, we are going to be wrapping things up in here just a few moments, guys. So definitely let us know your opinions in the chat. I can find my phone. But all right, Abby, all right, how do you feel about these competitors? You know, fiery, all that passion and everything. How do you feel about these competitors? Um, y'all both did a good job. I think that... Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what the voting has been very like close like both times it's just or all three times it's been like within percentage points so um y'all both did really good y'all had y'all came prepared with your points and what you were gonna say and you debated well and they did good Mm -hmm. absolutely i couldn't agree more there's there's a lot of love on both sides that's for dang sure um yeah, I personally on this one in particular. Um, oh, wow. Whammy. All right. Um, yeah, on this, you know, uh, on the final question, the, the final question is my personal favorite, you know, that they're usually also my personal favorite questions because they're the weird questions or the fun questions. Yeah. Abby, how would you survive in a horror movie? You know, or how would you I try think, to survive? I like. I would really like to think that I could have the potential to be a final girl, but I would be the one that would be like, okay, guys, it's safe. Like, let's, we got to run across the street or something and then get hit by a car with a zombie <laughs> driving it. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would be the one who was like too confident and then like mm-hmm. that would kick me in the butt very soon, like in the first act. So that's how I think I would do. <laughs> so you think you would be gone like right away, like one of the first or second people think, to go? I think um I think I would be more of a Ra- Rose McGowan or however you say her name. She like, died, Abby. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that's that's my point. Oh so. okay. <laughs> She's also uh, the star. You know, she's definitely the anti-hero from one of my favorite uh, cult movies of the 90s, which is, or is it early 2000s? I'm not sure. Jawbreaker. Oh, I love that movie so mm. much. That's Have you late, seen it, late, Abby? Uh, late 90s. No. Late 90s. Yeah, I like picture it as like 98, maybe 99. She's amazing. Yeah. Her uh, then boyfriend, uh, Marilyn Manson, is in it as a nice cameo. Mm. Mm. They were together? Yeah. Yep. Yes. They were there. They were together for like four years. He was. 
Yeah. That was that was after Rose McGowan, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he saw her in uh True Blood and like, hey. <laughs> I thought they dated before that, like long, long before that. Uh, that's, the fourth, that's actually the fourth question. On the, show, <laughs> the fourth debate. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did Evan Rachel Wood and Marilyn Manson date? Um, yeah. It might have yeah. been right before she was on uh, True Blood, but I mean. Marilyn Manson and Sons of Anarchy, that was terrifying. Yo, that's true. Seen him, that's seen him, true. Seen him in prison without his makeup. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, he looks like a completely different person. But he, we just see him in that whole getup. You know, every time he goes, anytime he performs. So the association is definitely there. Um, uh, we did get a super chat. You know, and you know, not too long ago. You know, not only from Video Drew, but we also had one from John Lestrina donating very generously. Thank you, my dude, John Lestrina. He said, "I agree with Ferris. Too Fast, Too Furious is a beautiful film about two long lost friends renewing their love and respect for each other." Pockets. Ain't empty cause. Am I saying it right? Yep, pockets ain't empty cause. I'm not sure what that's referencing, but cool. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll agree with that. I actually did like Too Fast, Too Furious. It's a good film. It is a good. I don't know why people hate it because Vin Diesel's not in it. I mean, no, I thought people, it was good. People just people just hate on other people's loves, Robert. That's literally it. That's what they do. I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious sequels. I've oh, only good seen the first Lord, one. Alex. It uh, looks like I'm doing I, a cinema bias thumbnail for Fast and Furious sequels. <laughs> I, I have no desire to see any of them, <laughs> but, but I'm but, sure I will one day. Good I'm sure I will. Though, Alex, you know? I, I, let's say I, I, my big bias when it comes to certain genres is that I didn't grow up watching many action adventure films, you know? So I grew up watching a father daughter movie in my household was no, a mother daughter uh, film in my household was, uh, Silence of the Lambs, a father-daughter movie was Primal Fear and Force Gump. So, what so is you're like t- you're, family so you're telling me five-year-old Alex, uh, whatever last name you're using today, uh, uh, was watching Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, when I was in middle school, I actually joined a book club with my mom that was going through medical school at the time, and they were reading through the Hannibal Lecter series. And so I read it with them when I was in middle school. Dang. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I love my parents. I do. All right. I just want to highlight some things in the chat. (laughs) Yes, Lucas is going to make me watch some, uh, you know, watch some action films for sure. Yes. Video Drew is saying, I have never seen a Fast and Furious film either. <gasps> what? Drew, you have to, that's got to be the next cinema bias. Yeah, I, I'll be the special guest on it. And <laughs> you can't be the special guest on it. Why can't I'll, I? I'll be the special guest on it. I'll be the special guest on it. <laughs> well, what which Drew film would you, <laughs> Robert, what film would you choose? Which, which of, of the sequels? Out of the Fast and Furious franchise? Yeah. I feel like you have to show Drew, make Drew watch like the first one, and then like one of the yeah, more the thing, recent the thing ones is, just I, to blow I, I, I don't want to no, say no it as easy a, transition. Yeah, that's. I don't want to say that this is the one that y'all need to like go watch. You need to watch them all. Like I would say almost in order and get confused like the rest of us when when where Han actually uh, dies. It's not that confusing, Robert. No, it's, it, it's not. It's not. It's not. But when the first time you're watching it, it might be like, okay, wait. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does give you a little shot. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for conceding. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I would actually say probably out of the sequels, the fifth one was probably yeah, like one of the good. best because that's where it really turned mm -hmm. into a new direction and set where it's at right now. I, I believe six is slightly better than five, that, but that's my own personal opinion. Yeah, there's a little bit of love for the fifth one, that's for sure. Fast five. Um, yes. Uh, you know, Drew says both of you can be on. You know, we'll make arrangements. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take this off. Um, I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, here, if you haven't watched these movies, they've been out for so long. It's like one yeah, of those. I, like, yeah. Let me tell you that Vader is also Luke Skywalker's father at the <gasps> same time. I mean, just they've been out oh, for yeah. so long. Robert, what, also, what Vader literally means Vader so literally again. means father in German. So, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever. So how can you not know? <laughs> um, yeah. So a lot of love for Fast and Furious franchise of real guys. We got to really kind of refocus on, you know, on our winners okay so i'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and announce our winners and who won each question so the first question being obviously what is the best friend first round match of the singles tournament obviously with ferris uh you know winning that first one the next one being inspired by the wildberries match what former team would we want to see in a civil war match Being critically acclaimed, meaning Ferris won question number two, meaning you won tonight's Schmobe. So congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Right. And, <laughs> and for the third and final question being, what Schmodan competitor would most likely survive a horror movie franchise for actually a clean sweep? It was actually Ferris Why? winning with Video Drew. Ooh. People thinking, <laughs> and I—that's that's intense, and yeah, that's that's a, that's an intense love for sure. Okay, uh, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and bring on our ghost judge, and I want to know um, real quickly though, Robert, who do you think is our ghost judge? Uh, seeing how this, this is themed around reactors, it has to be another person of a reactor community. Obviously, it's not my brother, or it's mm -hmm. no one, it's also not anyone from Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown because that would be a little bit biased. So, I would guess mm -hmm. someone from a certain point of view, uh, because they're also a current one right now, uh, or possibly mm -hmm. take three, it could be Schmodown Rundown. I mean, there's a, there's a couple other reactor channels it could go to. So someone mm -hmm. who's also in the reactor community. Can we, can we get a hint? No, definitely okay, not. Well, I'm going to tell you in like 30 seconds. And Ferris, yes. uh, do you have a do you have a prediction? Do I have a prediction? No, I just probably know they don't they don't know who the hell I am, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Okay. Cool with that. All right, tonight our ghost judge was Mr. PJ Campbell. Nice. Oh, nice. What's going on? Oh, Good apparently time. I'm PJ. Oh, okay. No, you're, not. <laughs> you're definitely not. I'm, I'm Robert yeah, Adams. Look, nice <laughs> hi guys. Hi, PJ. So good time uh, talking about Fast and the Furious. I was getting like I didn't want to say anything in the chat. I would have given it away completely to Ferris. I love those movies. Yeah, you would have. You would have so, sucked in there. Yes. It. So you know, um, I want to be on that one too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Drew, apparently there's some, this is a, Fast and Furious is a very triggering franchise for a lot of people triggering. on right now. Very, like, triggering. Everyone's, like, going, like, oh, oh my God, God, yes. I love it. I want to point <laughs> out that, it, sure. that the safe scene actually happened. It wasn't CGI. I'm just going to point that yeah. out. Yeah, they actually did they drag built, it. They built a car inside the safe. It's true. Well, they actually did drag a safe at one that, point. That too. Oh, yeah. They had two stuff like the like the building yeah. it went through was a mock up building for it to yeah. actually they, crash into. Yeah, and they threw a safe into it. Mm -hmm. it's all yeah, that's awesome. It's all I love practical effects. Yeah, yeah. In in and in, in number seven where they dropped the, the the big RV, they actually dropped mm -hmm. a massive RV on the side of the cliff. Wow. And then and then Paul Walker actually had to jump onto a car and grab the spoiler. And and as the story has it, if he missed the spoiler by like an inch, Paul Walker would have died on set. So the car had to be perfectly spun, and Paul Walker had to be perfectly jumped. Or yeah, much jump. like the match tonight, I'm gonna need someone to fact check Ferris. No, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, you know you know you know how I know this? It was on AMA with Debbie Evans. That's who told me. Mm, okay. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to be good to know, good to know for Charlotte. I love fun facts when it comes to movies. PJ, what do you think of our competitors today? You know, what was your favorite question of the night? Um, I mean, I thought my favorite question was obviously the horror-related one. I thought there was a little bias that other people in the Schmodown couldn't be considered. You know, the guy who loves horror movies and likes to write horror movies probably could have survived too, but I'll be the Randy in this situation. I'll die in the sequel. It's fine. But uh, Ferris, you had some really good comments about video drew being psychic and taking over Jason. And you took me to uh, Friday the 13th part seven vibes with the Carrie stand in, if you will, who fights Jason. So that's, you did well, my friend and Robert, you did really well tonight too. Mostly, but Ferris won. So sure. <laughs> um well pj is there any particular um any answer where you're like guys oh my gosh ferris robert why the heck did you not pick this answer you guys have horrible answers my answer is clearly superior no i think that ferris especially um i was really impressed with his take on the rivalry breakup um i did i was a little surprised no one did go for shower wolves just because i think that there is a lot to say about the idea of seeing two of the strongest players we've ever seen in the game like go against each other like that but mm -hmm. at the same time neither of them have played in a while so i don't know if it would have the dramatic weight as something that you would have that's seen. that's why i went above the line there was more of yeah. a story still left unfinished totally mm -hmm. i don't know why never never mind <laughs> no I mean, so i i mean it was it was really well thought out you got through that man smart mm-hmm I personally, uh, if I were voting, I would have gone with above the line personally because I felt like a little, a few more facts were being whipped out pretty, a little more consistently overall. And not to mention, I feel like with Sam retiring when he did, that is like forever a story that's like gone forever. That I and with with Drew McWeeny retiring as well the way he did, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's he's fair. breaking. He's breaking all my competitors. Abby, um, I know you said the third question was also your favorite tonight. Um, was there any particular picks that you would have gone with instead of, you know, Ferris or Robert's picks for any of the questions? Um, I think Perry would have been a good one. Mm, number um, off. Yeah. Um, I she think. made a horror movie. Smart. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but so did Clark. Or well, no, Clark was in one. Mm -hmm. Um. So she survived okay. one. I mean, that was the question. Who would survive? She did. She wasn't dead at the end of the movie. 
she was in it for like five minutes, Robert. Well, it doesn't matter. She still lived. Five minutes. That was the question. <laughs> and her one um, line was, hey, this piece of guy wants to get pissed on. Who wants to piss on him? That was her line. That wasn't a part of the debate. <laughs> point that out. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a wild card would be like Mike Kalinowski or something. Oh. Uh, my secondary pick was, was Tim Franco. He would. He oh. Would oh, yeah. My secondary pick. I was very imagining, surprised no one said Tom. Yeah, imagining Tim Franco swinging an axe. Mm -hmm. that's a franchise right there like everyone that knows all of a sudden is proficient at access (laughs) (laughs) hey man i was talking to tim franco last night he knows his horror yes oh yes guys thank you so much for coming on tonight we are going to be wrapping things up here in a hot second if you guys uh if over in the chat you guys any questions for any of our uh, competitors or our judges please let us know in the chat more than happy to answer anything for you guys but we're going to be wrapping things up over here abby uh my love where can we find you in your beautiful face um y'all can find me at abigail friel on all social media and please if y'all have tiktok follow the schmodown tiktok at the schmodown all day, every day. It's so good. So much stuff. Reminding of, I'm reminded of so many like awesome old matches through yeah, TikTok. It's, it's been fun oh. to go through. There's some good old matches coming up that I've been prepping. So get hype. <laughs> so much. And yes, thank you, Jake. TikTok.com slash the schmodown. Yes. Uh, PJ, where can we find you and your beautiful face in your majestic library of movies? And also, not to mention, a lot of your dinner picks, your meal yeah. pictures. <laughs> oh, uh, Twitter and Instagram at PJ underscore Campbell. Yeah, I cook a lot. Sorry, but mm-hmm. it's just fun for me to put the pictures up, I guess. Uh, you guys I can find it. me at the PJ Campbell Network over on YouTube. We do lots of watch alongs. Uh, Chris Clark does suddenly soundtracks. It's one of the best shows on the internet that people aren't really watching. Go check it out. I really, really want you guys to. And of course, the Moochers <laughs> Mowdown. I write questions with Abby and, you know, the writers are human. So be nice when you don't like the questions. That's all I ask. Um, and look forward to the horror free for all October 30th. I think you guys are going to like it. Oh man, I'm so excited. So excited. Yeah. All right. Uh Robert, you know, um, where can we find you, your beautiful face? And also you're a part one of the Cine Fanatics. So where can we find the Cine Fanatics as well? Over on the Cine Fanatics YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Cinefanatics. Uh yeah. we're over there doing uh movie related content. Uh I know we're not necessarily Schmodown focused, but we do the Schmodown replay, which we will be doing tomorrow night. We will be doing the finale match uh between Adam Collins and Jeff Snyder. Our special guest tomorrow night will be the nerd chronic Eric Rodriguez. He will be joining us to be talking about all of what's been going on with the uh, the singles tournament. So come back. I believe that's going to be 9 p.m. Central Time, 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. So come watch that tomorrow. It's going to be fun. This weekend, uh, we are doing a Patreon watch-along. If you're on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Fanatics, $5 tier on up. We're doing a watch-along with Andres Gallego uh, on uh, the Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead movie. So that's going to be fun because I could talk about that movie all night long. So, yeah, that's what we got coming up. Uh, tagline, thir- uh, Tuesday nights, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. <gasps> oh, I Evil Dead, the whole Evil Dead uh, franchise is by far is has some of my favorite horror comedies of all time. Absolutely. And definitely check them out on YouTube, everywhere. They're fantastic. And the watch-alongs are just genuinely so much fun. Um, love them to death. Uh, ben Reiner, he donated recently saying, Fast 4 through 7 are great, and Fast 7 is my fave. Mm. He gets it. 
Yeah, I, I agree Rainer. with that mm -hmm. statement, but you got to add one, two, and three. I love all of them, but seven. So the entire franchise. Yep. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Um, and Danny Coast. Oh, let's see if I can find it real quickly. Um, he, Danny Coast said uh, the boxes, and I assume box, that's referring box. to like the boxing, the unboxed box. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's a lot a of love. And thank you, Danny, for your donation. Yeah. That's definitely box mm -hmm. box. Which box box two is out to the world? Go watch it, and I will not put my head in a grinder. I hear for it's it. a better sequel than Empire Strikes Back. So. Uh, I mean, mo a lot of sequels are better than The Empire Strikes Back, so it's fine. <laughs> Ooh, okay, next uh, show baits or debating show is up. I, I, I feel nothing for Star Wars. I feel so bad about that, but it's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's just not gonna happen. Um, over to over to Ferris. Where can we find you? Your beautiful face, and obviously, where can we find? Let's get ready to talk Shmoda. Uh, you'll find us every Friday. Uh, that's where you'll find me. Uh, shout out to Call to Action for allowing us to be on here. You know, thank you very much. Uh, you know, it was great uh, arguing with Robert. He's a great guy, honestly. You know, him and his brother Chris. You know, we actually had a, a great conversation yesterday. You know, just hanging out with PJ and and all the folks. Uh, it was fun. You know, I that's yeah, pretty much it. Hey Ferris, I think I'm hanging out with you on Friday. By yes, the way, yeah, PJ will be on Friday with us. I also want to shout out, you know, uh, shout out to Kevin Smets. You know, he's the I fucking love that guy. Yeah. You know, uh, mm -hmm. he, you know, cancer picked the wrong opponent because it's not because he's gonna get knocked out in the first round. Mm -hmm. uh, Hashtag smash cancer. cancer. Yeah, uh, Kevin, mm -hmm. we love you. Uh, that's pretty much all I got right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's going to be, I believe I included it in the link below, but if you're not familiar, the GoFundMe, there's a GoFundMe page for Kevin Smets. It's pretty fantastic. They have a goal to, I can't actually not feel bad. 15, I, I think it was like, yeah, 15,000. Yeah. And last time I checked, there were a little over 7,000. So, you know, every little nice. bit counts. A dollar here, a dollar there, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, definitely if you can make that donation and, you know, not obviously, not only Kevin Smets, and it's beautiful, wonderful family, but also like you know, this is such a great yeah. community, you know. And definitely want to, yeah. Sorry, I want to say one more thing. Uh, shout out to Dwayne Burke. He's doing a twenty-four hour stream uh, in support of Alzheimer's disease, I believe. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, mm -hmm. you should also check that out. Uh, love that yes. guy as well. Love Dwayne. Mm -hmm. Oh, Dwayne's amazing. I love Dwayne. Duh. Yes. All right. Well, guys, uh, we are wrapping things up up here. I'm Alex by part of Cold Action Crew. Please like and subscribe. You can also find me over at Cinema Bias, which we chat a little bit here earlier. It's a show that Drew and I host where we dive into movies that challenge us personally and figure out what the heck is our bias for against certain movies. What's my bias against Star Wars? What's our bias against action adventure? Find out in Cinema Bias. <laughs> um, but also, uh, this is something I definitely like to do every single Wednesday when I can. Next week, we are having a Halloween episode, and it's going to be a weird episode. We are actually having Warfather up against Adam Witt. Ah! It's going to be weird. It's going to be kayfabe galore, and it's so much costumes. I love it, so get ready. Guys, uh, like I said, you can also find us on audio form as audio uh, podcast as well on Apple, Spotify, and all that good stuff. So please check those out and please leave it a rating. That'd be much appreciated. But guys, stay safe, wear a mask, and just keep watching movies. Bye. Don't be an asshole. Yes. 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 Don't be an asshole while.